was thinking for the uh, intro, we'll just do uh, Mastered MMA. Mastered <laughs> MMA. Mastered MMA. Mastered MMA. Yeah. And that'd be it. You should have just done that. <laughs> if I wanted. Alright, here we go. Welcome everyone to another episode of Mustard MMA. My name's Joe, joined by Matt. How you doing, Matt? I'm very well, Joe. How are you? Yeah, I'm all good, mate. I've got a week off work this week of treating myself, so it's just uh, just a lot of fuck all going on. Going to the gym, having a lie-in, watching a bit of cricket during the daytime. All good so far. Well, what's been the highlight? I mean, obviously not the cricket, because uh, cricket's a, a bit of a boring sport, isn't it? Well, it's been pretty standard. What's it? It's Wednesday evening. So you get through Monday and Tuesday nice and easy. I reckon you, so far, are my highlight of the week. <laughs> well, what can I say, eh? Well, with regards to me, I, I've got a professional setup this week. I've actually got a microphone, so hopefully the, the nice. sort of sound quality will filter through to our many millions of listeners Well, it's this making week. a difference to me already. My ears aren't bleeding yet, so... <laughs> better it's better i'm liking it have, I, have, have i made your ears bleed the last two weeks <laughs> running then is that what you're saying well twice because i have to listen to it back and edit it as well so it's it's all over the place oh, fuck you know. yeah you know i am sorry for that but <laughs> speaking of which i think um I, i've been actually it's grown on me the intro that you've had that little acapella balls and uh, yeah 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 it can do with a little bit I, of jazzing up i think yeah I, I i've actually been working on one myself Oh yeah, trying to get in on the action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So basically, on, on Spotify at the minute, there's a constant advert of this song, and it got me thinking. I'm thinking that that fits with our brand name, so I thought <laughs> I might I might give it a go. Do you want to hear it? Go on, yeah, do it. Well, I'll try. I'll try not to screw it up first time. Ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Pod glorious pod, we call ourselves mustards. We talk about fights like a couple of bastards. <laughs> What'd you reckon? Ah, oh, fucking, I like that one. I like. We'll have to combine them. Have a sort of mega mix going on somewhere. A mega mix, yeah. yeah. I, I, well, I, I've sort of handed the baton to you, Joe, to try and. I, I've I've seen your fools and horses and raised you. And Oliver Twist, so... Oh, you done well there. You I'm expecting saying next week from you. God. That's setting the bar high there. You've got like... Uh, see, because my one's like, I just repeat the same words. At least you've come up with a couple of bars, as they say. Well, yeah, I mean, um, the challenge is up to you, Joe, whether you want to try and top that. I mean, can you top that? It's Debatable. Tough. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Was What was better, Joe? That or the weekend's fight? <laughs> yeah, do you know what? I hate to say it, but I did. I preferred your little, your little uh, acapella song there. I did prefer it. Wasn't oh, yes. a lot going on at the weekend, was it? No, and it was. He had a low bar, really, to reach. I, I've got to admit, I didn't really watch most of it. I was busy. I was busy. I was moving oh, yeah. back to my my London flat. I had a lot yep. on. I'm back in the ends. Um, I had to watch Spurs smash. United on Sunday as well. Yeah, I had a lot on. I was busy. Well. I know what's going on. We're, we're, <laughs> the Mustard Derby next after the international break as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's going to be a good game. Six piece, I reckon. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me at this rate. But yeah, back to the point. 
Yeah, I was back busy into it. And I, I, I've only hand-picked a couple of the fights I wanted to watch. Um, I haven't seen too much else. Uh, Joe, was there anything that stood out? Do you know what? I, I think that's fair enough, isn't it? Not, not every card is going to set your hair alight. And, and if you're not interested, you're a little bit busy, that's fine, isn't it? Obviously, if it was... Um, Covington Usman or something like that you're going to make going to make time to see it aren't you but if you miss it you miss it uh, it wasn't great main event uh, main event was a little bit boring I, I thought I sort of championed that Irene Irene Aldana last week I thought she might be able to get a little bit something done but it never really happened the um, you could kind of rinse and repeat the first round for five rounds and that was pretty much how it went but a uh, couple of decent wins someone who did look very impressive Jermaine, Jermaine Durand to me uh, we mentioned that also last week. We said about how she done well on the feet against uh, Nunes. And then Nunes had to take her to the ground. Or didn't have to, but she did. And GDR, Jermaine Durandamy, if I can say her name, pulled out a su- submission, guillotine win out of nowhere. That was a little highlight. I don't know if you caught that. I did, yeah. I mean, it's exactly what we said last week. If she can close that gap between her striking and her grappling, she could uh, be onto a bit of a winner. And... Just as we see it the weekend, yeah. she's improved Wrong her shoot. grappling. Take her down and she submits you. So that poses problems for her opponents. Oh, yeah, she's got weak wrestling. Let's take her down. Easy win. Oh, no, she can uh, submit people now. So, And then you don't want to stand with her. So, yeah, it's exactly what we want to see from her. Uh, she's evolving uh, and she looks the real deal. Could be good time to get a rematch between home and GDR as well now. Yeah, definitely. Nice bit of time in there. Other than that, on the main card, they had a couple of good fights. There were some decent finishes. Like, you know, it wasn't it wasn't a bad card by any means. There's just not much uh, glamour, I suppose, to it. It's not the best word, but it's all I've got at the moment. We had Dusko Todorovic, and I said, I said we were going through the card last week, and I said, well, there's, you know, we've never heard of most of these people, but there's a bloke on there. He's nine and zero. He could be the next Hamzat Chimiev coming out of nowhere. I don't think he is quite that, but he did get a very good win against the Quan Townsend. Finished it in the second round. And uh, he looked, he looked, he looked pretty good to be honest. It wasn't a walkover. He had to take some to give some, uh, but he was, he was very zombie-like. Daquan Townsend threw with lots of power, lots of speed, uh, and Todorovic just just took it all and just walked him down and got the finish. That was good. Another highlight: Kyler Phillips beat Cameron Else on the main card. He looks like a good prospect actually. Kyler Phillips, uh, very explosive, very well-rounded by the looks of it. So two highlights for me: some good finishes on the main card. There must say Joe I think you've covered everyone I've seen obviously got a shout out big Carlos Condit for getting a win finally after his what was it four or five fight skid takes the decision against Court McGee that aside I haven't really seen too much else like you say that uh, Todorovic he actually looks quite good bit of Nostradamus from you last week calling that one <laughs> yeah. could he be the next big thing who knows um, but I've got to admit that that Phillips does look quite good he does yeah he does doesn't he and I'll tell you what, co-main event, Carlos Felipe, I don't know if you saw that, it, it was it was quite of an odd one, Jorgen de Castro sort of gassed out completely in the third round and he just played a, they called it like an American football blocking drill, so he essentially just ran at Felipe and just held him up against the cage, but which it was it was a little bit comical at one point because Felipe was just standing there, giving him a load of shit but not getting out and he was like telling the ref to come over and pull him apart but not doing anything. sounds like the sort of tactic I would adopt uh, yeah. in a fight, <laughs> I don't know. eyes run. I don't know how you feel about that because he because he wasn't running necessarily like he had him up against there and Felipe's moaning at the ref to say look he's not doing anything you've got to come and uh, come and split us up and then as soon as he split him up he'd run at him again holding there I mean is 
it's boring, and it? It, it was boring to watch that because they were just literally hugging against the cage, doing nothing. But is it on the ref to stop that? If you're Felipe, you're stuck up against the cage. You got to get out. If you if you've got enough energy to kind of stand there, giving it some to your opponent and having to go at the ref, then you've got enough energy to try and scoot round and get out, get out of that position. I would have thought. Yeah, I mean, I, I obviously haven't seen this one, but from what the way you're describing it is, it's it's the onus is on the fighter who's got his back against the cage. It's not up to the ref unless, of course, he's not working. The fellow is doing the or he's up against him against the cage. If it's like he's not moving at all, he's not advancing or anything, yeah, by all means, split him up. But if if he's like you say, got the energy to try and moan at the ref or sort of moan to the fighter himself, it's on. It's, the onus is on the guy who's got his back against the cage for me. Yeah, I think so. I think that with you know, like just in general, stand ups when they're on the ground, like all right, fair enough. It can be quite boring if they're just lying there doing nothing. But if you're, you know, it's a fight, and if someone's lying there on top of you and you can't get them off, that's your problem, really, isn't it? It's not for the, I don't know. I go back and forth because it is, it can lead to a better fight when they stand them up, and then someone gets sparked out. You'd be like, all right, well, thank God, some they got stood up. Do you know what I mean? But it's, I don't know. It's kind of what you're there for. If you can't get up, you can't get up. Well, in in the fight itself, that's fine. He can win the fight like that. It just won't gain any fans or any sort of push from the UFC. Yeah, and no, it sounds true. like I've, I've done a done a solid by missing that one altogether <laughs> sounds awful the first two weren't weren't bad they weren't bad but yeah yeah. other than that yeah do you want to move on to uh, a little bit of news yeah go on then what have you got alright quickly fight announcement young British lad Arnold Allen looks at superb so far in his UFC career biggest match of his career to date Jeremy Stevens. I think it's a dangerous matchup but also I think this is um, a good matchup it's one of those ones where I can't see him being outclassed. And then if he does go on, Arnold Allen, to get the win against Jeremy Stevens, now he's in there and he's he's sort of top five. He's putting his name out there. He's beating a, a bona fide legend, probably a future Hall of Famer. Yeah, I mean, you can look at Stevens' record all you want before, before on the bounce he's lost now, it? But he's just, he's just one of them. Like you say, he's a legend. Massive feather in the cap of Allen. Allen's never really been active enough as he's always like one fight a year job. Um, had one earlier this year. If he could get this one under his belt, beating Nick Lentz and Jeremy Stevens before that, Gilbert Melendez, then three in a row sort of warrant a, a top five fight after that. With regards to the fight, it's a, it is a dangerous one, but I think Arnold Allen's literally just going to sort of neutralise any threat of him. He's too intelligent, too strong, and I think probably Stevens, as we've seen, is a bit at the tail end of his career now, and he, some brutal losses. That one against Calvin Cater. Do you remember that one? First one back after lockdown. Yep, a little bit naughty, that one. A little bit naughty. There's only so many of them you can take. How many wars has he been in? I mean, we all love Jeremy Stevens. Love to see him fight. An absolute legend. But, um, great fight for Arnold Allen, I think. Yeah, at this definitely. Of his career, anyway. And we've got someone else, another British fighter, who's looking for a fight, and he has been looking for a little while. Uh, he's a welterweight. We had, uh, apparently, Kamaru Usman is not ready for Gilbert Burns at the moment, so that fight is... It's not going ahead. So Leon Leon Edwards, of course, as as has become customary nowadays, um, he's he's calling out Gilbert Burns. And uh, I mean, I don't know about Leon Edwards. It was it was reported that he turned down that fight uh, against Usman initially, wasn't it? I think for the title that was during the Corona times, which fair enough. I think people have different stuff going on, don't they? You don't know the details, but I mean, he's been calling out a lot of people for a while now, and he's still 
hasn't fought. Stephen Thompson, uh, Wonderboy, he kind of called him out. He's, he doesn't want to fight Stephen Thompson, apparently. He's not good enough for him. And I, I don't know how you feel. I mean, it gets to a point, you, you listen to a lot of people out there, they're all about the all about the trash talk. They're all about, yeah, go out there and call people out and do this. And, you know, Edwards is like, right, I'll see you on December 12th. And it's like, well, you haven't signed a contract yet. I mean, at what point does someone have to go and just, and just fight? You know, sack off all this uh, Twitter, Twitter glamour kind of uh, drama, beef, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, see you, you mug, I'll do you. Like, you, at some point you're going to have to fight someone, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, I I wish people had that sort of trash talk, Joe. It'd probably be even more interesting. <laughs> but it's a pub on a Friday night, trash talk, isn't it? That. Exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's just got to fight someone. He's had, he hasn't fought, uh, I didn't realise this this long ago, it was July 2019, so cool. what's that? How's your maths? We work in accounts, 15 months? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Obviously, he was slated to fight at the beginning of the year, very unlucky with that one. Like you say, we don't know the ins and outs of him pulling out the Usman one. Didn't want it on, uh, was it two weeks notice? It was quick, yeah, sure. We don't know the reasons behind that, but... We're getting to a point now where his biggest win is RDA and an RDA who's not really ranked. So he needs to fight someone. I'd snap the Wonderboy fight off your hands, if that's even a saying. Because he needs to fight someone because he's getting less and less relevant as the time goes on. You've had, since then, Gilbert Burns, who was an absolute nobody, really, in terms of uh, the well, fan base was, knowing who he is. He was is below Edwards, wasn't he? Definitely, yeah. Oh, he was massively below Edwards. Yeah. Um, uh, he was... He's gone ahead of him. Uh, you've got Wonderboy who's put together a run who's probably gone ahead of him, but last year was nowhere near Edwards. He, he's fallen down the pecking order very, very quickly, and he needs to get a fight to get back up that ladder because you've got... There's no point calling out Mazadal and Covington because they're going to fight each other. And you're not getting that what? fight, are you? You, never get, you are never fighting Masvidal, like not for like two, three years until all this calms down. No way. No offence to anyone. No way are they going to put Masvidal against Leon Edwards at the moment. No, I mean, what, what makes more sense? Covington, Masvidal. Yeah. Masvidal, even Diaz is probably bigger. I want to see Edwards and Masvidal, don't get me wrong. It's probably the best fight you can make for the division, that story with the backstage in London that time. But as it stands, Masvidal is way more relevant and way more active. And yeah, there's too much readies to make with having Masvidal fight someone else, isn't exactly. there? Exactly. And Masvidal... No, he's not stupid. He knows the danger that Edwards poses and the risk-reward is not in his favour. So why take that fight? Go with Covington where he knows he might know something where they used to train together that he's got the better of him. He's nearer a title shot if he beats Covington. If he beats Edwards with the casual fans, particularly outside of the UK, they're like, oh, right, okay. Yeah. So you beat... Do you know what I mean? It sounds disrespectful, but it's not. It's just the way... The fan base operates. Um, I think Edwards just needs to get in there, fight Wonder Boy. Calling out Burns is probably the right thing. I was going to say, I think because Burns has the title shot in his hand at yeah. the minute. But why is Burns going to take that? <laughs> why would he give that up when yeah. the UFC have offered to sort of just push it back to two months? Burns isn't going to relinquish that unless Edwards is good enough to bait him into it. Um, whether he can or not, <laughs> we'll see, won't we? But I think. He'll end up taking the Wonder Boy fight. It's not ideal, but it gets him back in the top five and back in uh, people's minds. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I think Wonder Boy's a decent matchup for him stylistically and all that kind of stuff from a 
from a casual's point of view, so to speak. But um, yeah, it's not ideal. You, obviously, you want you want a number two. You want you want a sort of a the number two fight or the champ fight, don't you? Of course you do. Everyone wants to to, to compete at that level. But it's been, yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Go fight Wonder Boy. I think that's a good fight for you. And then at least at least you've got something recent to talk about, and you're not talking about a fight that you won 15 months ago. Do you know? Well, like you said, like, like Wonder Boy is a good matchup for him. He's probably slightly past his prime. Yeah, slowing down fair, a little bit. I think bit. it's fair to say. And he's probably the biggest name that um, Edwards could fight in a minute. He's fought for the title a couple of times. Perennial contender was considered to be the most dangerous threat back in the day. I, I think it's a perfect matchup for him. He's going to have to bite the bullet with this one, I think. 15 months. Leave it much longer. You could be looking at two years, and then you're well out of it. So, um, he, yeah, if Edwards is good enough to beat anyone, so he might as well just fight anyone, get back in there, make a statement that way. Yeah, I agree. I do agree with you there. All right. I mean, is that, is that all our news for this week? Oh no, it isn't. It isn't even all our news. He spotted so, it. He spotted it. something. Something that has made me laugh, made you laugh, made made quite a lot of people laugh. I I, I kind of missed it live. I had to. I had to catch up on it. I don't know if, if do you want to break it down? Have you got all the dates on how this all unfolded? Um, uh, no, I haven't actually. <laughs> okay. Well, I think basically. I, I, okay, so I no. think Mike Perry. I think it was in, interviewed by Helwani, someone like that, and they said because uh, obviously he had his girlfriend in his corner last time. He said they said who else is going to be there, and he said, well, the girlfriend will be there, and basically whoever pays me the most money will be the other man in my corner. So Darren Till, obviously, spends a little bit of time on social media at the moment. He spotted it, and, and, and he, a few tweets have gone out. He's kind of uh, tested the waters to see how the fans, the supporters, feel. And, uh, yeah, he started a GoFundMe to raise £5,000 in cash uh, so that he can give to Mike Perry in return for being able to corner Mike Perry for his next fight, which, if it, if it, if it comes off... I think that would just be outstanding, seeing Mike Perry w- walk to the octagon with his girlfriend and Darren Till behind him after, obviously, Darren Till has, in the past, said he's kind of raw dog, his girlfriend. So, I think it's just highly amusing all around. It's, it's genius trolling, but at the same time, <laughs> everyone's a winner, right? So, you got... Yeah, yeah. Darren Till's name gets out of even more... I mean, I was speaking to my flatmate today. He said, you had seen this Darren Till stuff, and he's by no means an MMA fan at all. So that just shows you how big a star he is. He's, he's on the lips of people who are just <laughs> on Instagram, who's everyone in the world. Yes. And then you've got Mike Perry who's going to get what looks to be closer to 20, 30 grand because of the GoFundMe page. Is it up there, up. is it? Jeez. It was very high, yeah. Or I think that's the target, but it was at least halfway there. So I might donate myself. Yeah. Um. And then you've got um, his, his pregnant wife, by the way, is. Of course. Which I didn't realise. Yeah, congratulations. His pregnant girlfriend, as you say, Darren Till, who said he had raw dogger in the in the last <laughs> Twitter exchange or whatever, got subsequently blocked. And Ugh. while all this is going on, you've got Robbie Lawler at the other side of the cage ripping, wanting to rip off Mike Perry's head. So <laughs> yeah. This could be quite an entertaining 15 minutes. It's got to go ahead. Oh, I mean, it's just... It's just Bizarre situation to be in, but can you imagine the grin on Darren Till's face as as they walk to to the octagon? It would just be but, amazing. But I, I think he would take it seriously. I don't think he'd oh, go yeah. there for a jolly or on a wind up. He's 
because I think he, it's quite clear that he, he's there for just, just bannering him. He, he's no militia in it, um, maliciousness in it, <laughs> and he'll just <laughs> he'll probably lead into victory because uh, Robbie Waller's on the, the tail end of his career. Mike Perry's looking good, so when is that anyway? Do we know? No, I'm not sure. It's a decent little fight, actually, though, isn't it? It's quite interesting. It's um, it's like it's like the young version of of Robbie Lawler fighting him, himself in a way. Yeah, I mean, how many? I think there's a third seat up for grabs, so I don't know how this works. Are we going to get some random millionaire just in there as well? <laughs> just some bloke who, just turn up. Who would your ideal third man be then? Ideal. So you Moisey. You got your girlfriend in one corner. You got Darren Till. Your arch enemy in the, in the other. In the other. But you need some kind of mediator. <laughs> you do, yeah, you do. Maybe some sort of, I don't know, psychologist or a priest, someone who's good at <laughs> calming things down, just to just yeah, just uh, to settle. Don't uh, come to to mind just yet. My famous psychologist. But, but yeah, it should be very interesting. I really hope it comes through. Mike Perry's mad enough to accept that offer. Yeah, that'd be brilliant. So anyone's going to accept it. It's going to be him. Um, I really hope it pulls through. That alone is more entertaining than the car just gone. <laughs> uh, speaking of entertaining and entertaining cards, this week coming up, it looks to be on paper quite quite a lot more decent. I mean, we've got we've got a decent main event there for a start. Corey Sandhagen looking to bounce back uh, after his recent defeat against Aljo. He's up against Marlon Moraes, who's kind of always a little bit up and down. Decent main event though there, I think. Yeah, I mean, you can look at it. They, they both lost their last, but Jesus Christ, these are two contenders all well up there, one win away probably from a from another title shot. Sanhagen never got going, did he, in that last one? Aljamain nah, was on yeah. him. All over him. From second one, ended it very early. If he gets through that, you could see him maybe turning the tide later on in the fight because he's that good. Marias, on the other hand, he, he's been impressive, but that, that one against Hudo was pretty alarming the way he just sort of almost just completely blew himself out. Me, personally, I think Sanhagen, this is his to lose, really. I think if he gets this to the ground, I think uh, it's a big statement win for him. Yeah, I, I think Sanhagen gets this done as well. I, think, I remember I remember quite a while ago when we was doing the, the, the podcast um, under a former name, uh, and we mentioned there, Marlon Marais, it's like you, 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 can, you can beat him, it seems like. It seems like you can suck the life out of him a little bit and kind of... Um, drain his belief as the fight goes on and I think I think Sandhagen will be capable of doing that and I'd like to I mean no disrespect to Marlon but it's probably better if you see someone with the kind of um, career span left some, someone like Corey to, to maybe take his opportunity and, and, and step above Marlon at the moment so I think he will get that done uh, what about the, what about the co-main obviously Barboza Edson Barboza still going featherweight he's down at featherweight now he's up against Macquan Amikani Decent little fight. I mean, do, are either of these men going to challenge for the title? I'm not sure. I mean, that's that's why Barbosa's dropped down in weight, I guess. He wants to challenge for the title, and he thought maybe this is the best route to, to do that. What do you reckon about this one? Excited for this one? I think it'll be a decent scrap, yeah, but whether or not either will go on to win a title, I mean, obviously, I think Barbosa's probably on the tail end of his career as well. Got, I think he's a bit unlucky in his last decision. I think he lost a uh, decision to Wasses Chops. Dan Ige, I think it was the last time out. Probably unlucky yes, the wrong end of the decision there. Yeah. Amir Khan, he looks all right, but then you see in that when we went New York in that Shane Burgos fight, just a bit exposed there. 
if anyone's going to sort of go on a bit of a run, it's probably Amir Carney. I don't know how much Barbosa has left in the tank. Uh, not that I'm writing him off, but going down the weight class when he's that chiselled at 55, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you can't see too much longevity in that, particularly when you're a little bit older. Uh, the, the miles on the clock in that man, fantastic fighter, but perhaps he's just doing it for the love now. Whether he's going to get a title shot, I don't know, because 45 stacked. Yeah, uh, isn't it big time? Well, what else we got here then? Anything, anything else you're looking forward to? A couple to? of English lads on there. Tom yeah. Brace, hopefully you can finally get onto a bit of a run. He's just been completely scuppered by injuries over the years, and he's such a got all the talent in the world. Just can't really put it together. He's fighting some fella called KB Bullar, eight and zero. Never heard of him, but yeah. eight and zero, eight and zero. Can't argue with that. Yeah, true. Um, true. Um, there is a. Another English fella. What's his? Oh yeah, Tom Aspinall. Yes, the heavyweight. Exciting heavyweight. Um, didn't really learn too much last time, due to his opponent. What was he? A blown up middleweight. Uh, he hopefully, Tom Aspinall. Him, he? Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, it's a bit more of a sterner challenge, but we probably fully expected to do the same again, right? I think. I think so. I mean, again, yeah. I don't know much about this bloke, but. I mean, the UFC don't set people up. He's, he's eight and one as well. The, the man he's fighting, so he could be decent. I feel like they probably are gonna. I mean, you saw the opponent they gave Aspinall last time. I feel like they don't want to. You're not. Gonna, they're not going to go too far and suddenly give him a world beater. I don't think. Kind of, they're shooting themselves in the foot there a little bit with a British market. But I expect him to get him done. I mean, it's it's a bit of a guess, but because um, <laughs> I don't know the other bloke, but I just think the way that these. That they play these out sometimes. I think they like Aspinall. Obviously, he's done well. Uh, he was in Cage Warriors, wasn't he? He's done well there. I've, I've just checked the, his opponent, Alan Baldo. Yes. Frenchman. French lad. Uh, he's down as a, a light heavyweight on on Sherdog. So oh, really? They're getting bigger. They're getting bigger. <laughs> and his last win is actually a DQ, which was overturned by the promoter. So I don't know what happened there. Seems a bit of tomfoolery going on there. God knows. So... Bit of a so-so record there, so I think Tom Aspinall is probably his to lose, I think, it sounds like. And, and rightly so, I think you can't just throw him in at the deep end. It's easy to get excited after one big win to give him a big name, but you've got to build these up, particularly at heavyweight, where anything can happen. You want to build them up, build up these big names. He's obviously got all the talent, he's quick, got grappling as well as striking, so why rush him? Just get him exposed to the world with on these smaller cards. <laughs> to the world. Exactly that, <laughs> and then build up a highlight reel, and then then when the time's right, feed him someone from the top fifteen. Build it slowly, no need to rush. Yeah. So I like it. I like what they do. Sometimes they they, they get a bit too like that Chimiev man. I, what do you make of this Chimiev? We haven't spoken about this. We've spoken about him briefly in different sort of subjects, but uh, what do you make of him, him being rushed and being given the Wonder Boy fire? And, uh, even Damian Meyer, what do you make of it? Yeah, I mean, no chance should he be fighting like top five Stephen Thompson. No, no way. I don't. I, mean, I don't think he's even worked out what weight class he wants to fight in yet. Like, I, I think it's uh, it's strange, isn't it? Because obviously people work quite hard to get those rankings, and, and you can comment on who who puts the rankings together and whether you agree with them or not. But it means a lot, and it? it can it can play a big factor in people's careers. So I think for someone to turn up, win two fights in the UFC, have Damian Meyer booked and then be like well even that's not good enough now I'm going to go a step above that and fight Stephen Thompson it doesn't sit right with me to be honest and then even if you look at it from the other side you do rush him through say Stephen Thompson goes out there and like switch kicks him in the nut and drops him and finishes him then 
you know, you fucked yourself there, aren't you? So, but uh, all, all around, really, I would prefer to see him. No, you don't want you don't want to see anyone fight any tin cans. You don't want to see anyone given anything. But that that works both ways. You don't want to see him be given a victory, and you don't want to see him given opportunities that they haven't necessarily earned yet either. So, you know, I mean, if 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 I met him, I'd probably say fair play, Hamza. You can uh, do whatever you like, mate. But from a distance, I'm, I'm not the biggest. Not fan. on Hamza at all. He, he he's got to get the biggest fights going. I'm just saying all this. I think there's it's the culture in it of someone gets a good couple of wins he's the next big thing it happened with Sean O'Malley I, I was all on on that train and then you yeah. a bit silly afterwards didn't you and, uh, and Johnny Walker <laughs> Johnny Walker was another train Johnny Walker yep another one just gone just like that um, they, yes they can come back but I mean like you you think Johnny Walker yeah he's the one to beat Sean Jones yeah and then, <laughs> then he well, loses, and you're like, "Oh my god, that was a really silly prediction." <laughs> and then it happened multiple times. I just, I, don't get me wrong, he looked really, really good. But let's just slow it down a little bit. Do you know who's cool. the fight to make? Go on, Diego Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> you're laughing, but now you're thinking. Your mind's going. Well, why That's not? Not a bad fight. Why not? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well. We can, we can hope. We can hope. But yeah, anyway, I can't. Don't know how we got onto that, but it's a good card this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's good. I think we covered a, a lot there. Uh, I ain't got any odds this week. If you were if you were gonna pick one out, maybe you think I got twenty quid. Make myself a decent little shout here. We got no odds in front of us. What about Rothwell Tybura? Is Rothwell gonna keep getting wins? I would put. 20 quid on that going to a decision <laughs> I would put 20 quid on Sanhagen yeah sub submission oh and I would put Aspen all round one like obviously it. that's 60 quid but um, <laughs> that doesn't matter I like it actually yeah good shots good shots actually we'll see how I they go tre- treble that up son Decent, wasn't it? Anything much else on there, Joe? No, nah, I mean uh, I've I've enjoyed myself very much. Um, Highlight of your week. It is. It's only downhill. And that's a quote as well. Now. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, downhill from here. Uh, actually, my, my, my mate's birthday at the weekend, so we got a little day out on the Saturday. Obviously, we've got our curfew, haven't we? So we'll have to be home by ten o'clock. Tucked up in bed, but other than that, I'm looking forward to it. What about your PT? Uh, still going. Probably have to do it tomorrow now we've, we've moved this uh, pod around a little bit so I've had to shuffle a couple of things so I really might do that tomorrow but nice it's all good seeing progress are we seeing yeah. progress yeah she's doing well the old girl she's doing well I mean it's um, uh, as it gets colder and it starts raining and the, the darker nights are coming the excuses start to come out don't they but a little clip around here and, and we're straight down there <laughs> it's all good Tough love, eh? <laughs> well, I think that's a good time to wrap it up, Joe, um, on that little line. So tell tell the folks how to find us. Yeah, I will do, everyone. Thank you very much for listening. We are Mustard MMA. You can find us on Twitter, at Mustard MMA, Instagram, the Mustard MMA. And we also uh, have a little website that we're about to get up and running. Um, so if you could check out, check, out, check out the social media for now, and then we'll point you in the right direction of the website as well. But other than that, thanks very much for listening. I hope you do enjoy this card coming up. I'm looking forward to this one. So, 
should be a little cracker. Bye. Have a cracker.